I'm Alethea Felton, and welcome to the Power Transformation Podcast. If you're struggling in your life with self-sabotaging and negative thoughts that leave you feeling stuck and limit you from moving forward, I can help you. As a holistic health and empowerment coach, I help people identify, challenge, and conquer those thoughts in order to make simple and practical changes to improve overall wellness. Let's remove those limitations, for the time is now to create your power transformation. of the Power Transformation Podcast. I am thrilled that you have joined me today. Oh my goodness, y'all. There is so much coming down the road with this podcast that I am super excited about it. And I cannot wait to share with you what is to come. We are going strong on the Power Transformation Podcast, and that would not be possible if it worked for you. So I thank you sincerely, and y'all know what I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask you right now to share this podcast with one person you know. We want to keep this community growing, and there may be episodes that you have not heard yet. Go back and listen to them, y'all, because I'm telling you the the, uh, jewels, the nuggets, the lessons that are dropped from my guests, as well as things that I share, enhance your life and help transform them. I do this. Why? Because my life has been transformed and continues to transform. And you are way more powerful, talented, gifted than what you think you are. And that is what the Power Transformation community is all about. We are going to change the world one episode at a time, one day at a time. So I welcome you and I thank you so much. There is more to come, but we are going to start. Oh, wait a minute. Did you share the link to this podcast with one person? I'll wait. (laughs) Okay, share it. If you haven't shared it yet, please share it by the end of this episode. Let's go ahead and jump on in it. What we always do, we start off with an affirmation. I'm going to say it once and I want you to repeat it. I am confident in setting healthy boundaries including when to tell others no. Oh, yes. Yes, you are. You are confident in setting healthy boundaries, including when to tell others no. And if you are saying to yourself, well, no, I'm not. Mm -mm, We aren't going to speak that. Say, yes, I am. Because today's episode is all about How to say no directly and politely. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to give you five ways to say no directly and politely. Why this? Because this is an area of my life that I used to have issues with, problems with, and there have been people that I know 
people who have talked with me, people with whom have been in my life, who have all said, Lily, Alethea, it can be challenging to say no sometimes. It doesn't matter your gender or your background. This is an area that people can often struggle with. But there is a way to say no. There is a way to set those healthy boundaries because y'all, there was a point in my life where I said yes, yes, yes to everything and I burnt out. Now, don't get me wrong. There are going to be times when you need to say yes. And as a matter of fact, there may be a time in your life where you are embracing all of the yeses. However, boundaries are important. And that is a buzzword now, but it has been used in mental health practices as well as holistic health settings for many, many years, creating a boundary. Okay. Now, when we talk about boundaries first, okay, when we are talking about it, we need to try to really figure out what does it mean. A boundary, simply put, if you were to look up a dictionary definition of it, it means that it is technically a line that marks the limits of an area. That is what we are talking about in terms of a literal boundary. But when it is applied in the holistic health realm, when it comes to setting boundaries, it is a form of self-care and overall good wellness, but also boundaries create a clear guideline of how you would like to be treated. And part of setting healthy boundaries in your life to give you more peace of mind is learning the art of saying no. Life can be so busy. We can be occupied with so much that people pull us in every single direction. And there are times when it's difficult to say no. But here are five ways that you can say no and still walk away with peace of mind and can sleep at night without feeling guilty about it. Number one, this is the first way. No, I'm not able to, but thank you for thinking of me. Be gracious, be classy, be dignified with it. When somebody is asking you to do something, if you don't want to do it, Just tell them no. However, give them the kindness and dignity in return to say thank you for thinking of me. Okay, now look, let me just put this as an aside. If somebody asking you to do something illegal or that can send you to jail or prison or will be detrimental to your overall life, or safety, then just flat out say no, okay? So when I say setting boundaries of no, I'm talking about in everyday general situations, nothing illegal. Y'all, if somebody telling you to do something illegal, you better say no with a quickness. Don't catch a case for nobody, okay? And If that is a part of your past life, because I know people 
who have had criminal records and have turned around their lives. And they are quick to say, learn how to set boundaries and don't let nobody get you caught up in something that you don't want to do. But I'm talking, these examples are things that are legal or just something that may take away from your overall wellness. So way one again, no, I'm not able to, but thank you for thinking of me. Because that way, at least you can acknowledge when the person is asking something from you or of you, you can shut it down with a quickness by saying no, but also letting them know, look, I'm still grateful that you thought enough about me. All right, number two, the second way. This is a little longer, but listen carefully. This could be used specifically in a work setting or if somebody is asking you to help out with a project or task or favor. So say that you might have um, a person who is a friend of yours who's moving and maybe you just cannot help them move that particular weekend. Either you have plans or you just don't feel like doing it, right? This is what you can say. Or on a work project, you can say, I appreciate that you asked, but I cannot do that. However, may I help you brainstorm who might be able to help you with it? You don't have to use those exact words. But instead of just saying no and leaving a person hanging, Give them other ideas or collaborate together as to who else may be able to help them. This also can work if a person is asking you even for a monetary favor. Um, Wait a minute. No, no, no. Scratch that. A, let me clarify. This is helpful if a person is asking you to do something that is a favor, but you might get compensation in return. So you might get a monetary gift back. So if a person is asking you to present or speak at something, or as in the example of helping someone move, they may give you some money as a way to thank you. So in that case, You can say, I really do appreciate that you asked me, but I can't. But then you give them a bridge where you are meeting at that halfway point to say, but let's brainstorm so that I can give you ideas or we can come up with something together. So you're giving somebody someone else's name. This could be. Say, for example, if you're asked to speak at an event or present at an event, you might not be able to, but you know someone else was just as capable or if not more qualified than you. You could then say, you know what? I know somebody who may be able to help. And then that way you could talk about that. Okay. So it's a no but it's a no with a clause where you say, let's work together where I can help you figure it out. Number three, this is also something that could be used specifically if someone is asking 
for a favor or a service in return. So suppose that you are known for your cooking. You may have a a full-time catering gig, part-time, whatever, right? And a person contacts you and says, I would love for you to cater this event for me, but you might be double booked that day or have prior plans. So the way that you would say no in this instance, number three, I need to decline, but please keep me in mind for the future. And again, catering is just an example of it, but I've had instances where someone has wanted me to do something for them, but I just couldn't based on my schedule. And so I have thanked them and have said, no, but please keep me in mind for the future. This can also work well if you have a friend who is inviting you somewhere or you have a situation where um, you are working together on something and you know that based on your schedule, your time just will not allot for you to do it at that moment. Be gracious and say, thank you, but I need to decline, but keep me in mind for the future. Because opportunities can come. And one thing that I am continuing to grow in is that of networking. And with networking, you want to avoid burning bridges. With networking, you want to build them. So therefore, a person through a networking opportunity may approach you about something, asking you to do something, but you just can't. It's okay. Say that you need to decline, but keep me in mind for the future. That can be appreciated more sometimes than a flat out no, because it is showing that, okay, this person is still open to the possibility. So number four, the fourth way of how to say no directly and politely. I'm not taking on new commitments at this time. Did y'all hear that? I'm not taking on new commitments at this time. That is the king and queen of boundary settings. Because in this instance, you are saying no. And it is simply because you cannot take anything else on your plate. You can't put anything else, rather, on your plate. There are moments when saying no can bring feelings of obligation. No, no, no. There are moments when a person asks you something that can feel like moments of obligation. But when you say no, it releases you from that responsibility. It honors your needs and your wants so that you feel respected and safe. 
And guess what, y'all? You have the right to create the boundaries, to create the life, to implement whatever knows you wish in your world. There might be a great opportunity that comes your way, but the timing may be off. It just may not be your niche or what you exactly feel as if you're supposed to do. And so it's okay. But saying that you're not taking on further commitments at this time also helps you to avoid burnout. You don't have to be exhausted or drained because if you say yes to something that you really don't want to do, it is easy to grow resentful of that person or that situation that you're in. The fifth way, the last way to say no directly and politely. Number five, this is what you say. No. Y'all heard me. No. Repeat that after me. No. Say it again. No. One more time. No. (laughs) No. No is an answer. I will never forget that my daddy said something growing up when I was growing up. That used to get under my skin at the time. I would ask him, daddy, can I have so-and-so? Sometimes his response was yes. Other times his response was wait. But then there were times when his response was no. And ooh-wee, did I get in my feelings when my father said no. And my sister, Dina, would at times too. We would get mad if daddy said no. And he would tell us, no is an answer just like yes. But isn't it rather odd that people get angry when someone says no as opposed to yes. Now, he was telling us this when we were little girls. And you don't feel like hearing all that at that age. But my father, and I'm a daddy's girl, but my father telling me no at a young age, excuse me, age, A-G-E, not (laughs) A-G-E-D. My father telling me no at a young age Help me to not feel entitled to everything. It didn't take away that I am worthy of things and opportunities in my life, but it did not give me a sense of entitlement. Because if daddy indulged every single request. If he always said, yes, 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 yes. Oh my goodness. I would have been a terror growing up. I would have been a royal brat 
as an adult. And no, that's not reality. And his no, sometimes he would share why, but more times he would say no. And that was that. And he never would say, because I said so. He did not do that. My father has a psychology background. And so he would never say, I said no, because I'm the father. Mm -mm. It was always no, because that is a response. And that is the response that I'm giving you. That's how I was talked to as a child. And it kind of left me stumped at first. But as I grew older, I was like, wow, that's powerful. Y'all, you all, listeners, Power Transformation Podcast community, you have the right to simply say no. And there are a lot of articles out now which say that over-explaining is a trauma response. Is that we as people, a lot of us talk too much and explain too much. You definitely do not have to explain yourself when you say no. If there is something you do not want to do, saying no is appropriate. So, as a quick recap, five ways to say no directly and politely. Number one, no, I'm not able to, but thank you for thinking of me. Number two, I appreciate that you asked, but I cannot do that. However, may I help you brainstorm who might be able to help you with it? Number three, I need to decline, but please keep me in mind for the future. Number four, I'm not taking on new commitments at this time. Number five, no. Practice saying no at least once this week. Whenever you listen to this episode, whether it's when it drops or in the future, learn to practice saying no. Set those boundaries. It shows others what is acceptable. It honors and respects your needs and wants so that you feel respected and safe. But more importantly, you have the human right to say no to whatever does not serve you or that which you simply do not want to do. Let's close out with our affirmation. I'll say it and then you repeat it. I am confident in setting healthy boundaries, including when to tell others no. If you enjoyed today's show, then you don't want to miss an episode. So follow the Power Transformation Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you usually listen. And remember to rate and review. 
I also invite you to connect with me on social media at Alethea Felton. That's at A-L-E-T-H-E-A-F-E-L-T-O-N. Until next time, remember to be good to yourself and to others. Thank you.